Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. The Sensemaker. Hello, I'm Tomini, and this is The Sensemaker from Tortoise. One story every day to make sense of the world. Today, the return of a Disney hero and what it tells us about the challenges facing streaming services. If there's one thing Disney loves, it's a sequel. And not just when it comes to the Marvel franchise. The stunning development in the business world overnight. Bob Iger is back. At the top of Disney, just two years after retiring from a legendary run, he replaces his own successor, Bob Chapek. Bob Iger was CEO of Walt Disney Company for 15 years. During that time, he oversaw the launch of the streaming services Disney Plus and ESPN Plus and acquisitions of Marvel, Pixar and Lucasfilm Studios. It was a hugely successful period. To many, Bob Iger was Disney a visionary who embraced the company's beloved brand and kept it alive. So his decision to step down in 2020 came as a shock. It also came with high expectations. Here's his successor, Bob Chapek, speaking to CNBC two years ago. I obviously have huge shoes to fill. I mean, Bob's legacy in the company is just profound. Uh, I think my role is now to take the strategic pillars that he's so well established over the last 15 years and continue to work on those and implement those in the marketplace. Most importantly, our direct to After stepping down, Bob Iger remained as Disney's executive chairman. Then, in December 2021, he announced his retirement. But now, in true superhero style, he's back. Two and a half years isn't that long to be CEO of such a significant company. So what went wrong for Bob Chapek? For starters, his brief time at the helm of Disney was hardly short of controversy. Scarlett Johansson, the star of the Marvel superhero film Black Widow, is suing the Walt Disney Company over its simultaneous release of the movie in cinemas and on its streaming service. Ms Johansson alleges the movie will cost her millions of dollars. After a highly publicised dispute with one of Disney's leading ladies, there came a series of political controversies. John Oliver is slamming Disney CEO Bob Chapek and his response to Florida's Don't Say Gay Bill. During Sunday's episode of Last Week Tonight, Oliver kicked off the topic by playing a clip of Governor Ron DeSantis answering a reporter about the bill, which would prohibit classroom discussion about sexual orientation or gender identity in primary schools. There were also rumors of a spat between the new CEO and his predecessor, with Bob Chapek feeling consistently undermined by Bob Iger. And on top of it all, Bob Chapek couldn't have joined Disney at a worse time. He had to steer the company through a global pandemic that ravaged its theme park business, and he struggled to make a success of Disney's streaming services. 
a combined loss of 1.5 billion resulted from Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus in this quarter. That's versus a loss of 1.1 billion in the third quarter. Disney has 235.7 million streaming subscribers, which include Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus. That's more subscribers than Netflix expects to have by the end of this year. But having lots of subscribers doesn't mean you make a profit. And it's a problem faced by other streamers as well. Netflix has just launched an ad-supported subscription tier to try and increase profits after a subscriber's slowdown. And Warner Brothers Discovery, which owns the streaming services HBO Max and Discovery Plus, is also reporting billions in losses. So can Bob Iger save the day for Disney? There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's rare for a chief executive to make a comeback like this, but not unheard of. Steve Jobs brought Apple back from the brink of bankruptcy when he returned as CEO in 1997. And Starbucks founder Howard Schultz did the same when he reprised his role in 2008. But it's not always successful. One 2020 study found that second-round CEOs had a 10% worse yearly stock performance compared to those doing the job for the first time. That hasn't stopped investors from rejoicing at Bob Iger's return. I was so happy. I, I, when I saw the news last night, I, I thought I was dreaming. And, and it was like my dream came true. I... Bob Chapek had been running the business into the ground and and had made some crucial errors in handling some very difficult situations. But it was time to really refocus the business back on creating great content for a reasonable cost. He signed a contract for two years, during which time he'll try and find a new successor and he'll have to make tough decisions. Bob Iger has already announced plans for layoffs, cost cutting and a hiring freeze. And he's already undoing Bob Chapek's controversial restructuring of the company. The new CEO says he wants to put decision-making back in the hands of our creative teams and to focus on profitability, not new subscribers. Bob Iger's return might soothe investors, but it'll also mean dramatic changes at Disney. Thank you for listening to The Sensemaker from Tortoise. This episode was written by Patricia Clark and mixed by Xavier Greenwood. While you're here, I'd just like to tell you about Tortoise's new series called The Tavistock. In the summer of 2022, the NHS announced it was closing the only NHS clinic in England and Wales that treats children with gender dysphoria. Critics of the service celebrated. Its supporters were left in despair. In this series, journalist Polly Curtis has spent months trying to understand what happened at the Tavistock, why it attracted such criticism, and how best to treat young people with gender dysphoria in the future. To listen, search for The Tavistock Inside the Gender Clinic on your podcast app, or click on the link in this episode's description.
The Sensemaker.